you know, you can know for sure if you really are a Christian. And this week we're going to talk more specifically about truth that comes from the Bible. And we're going to talk about this question. Is Jesus really the only way to God? You know, the, the truth thing, when you're talking about the color of the sky or a bag of bricks or, you know, uh, a court case if there's someone's accused of robbery, that's pretty simple. But sometimes the truth thing can get hard. And I think this is a really tough question. It's an easy one to answer sitting in a church like this one. Because you can go, yeah, I really believe Jesus is the only way of God. And nobody's going to attack you for that here. But let me just tell you, out in the world, if you hold on to this belief, the one that came out of the scripture that was read at the end of that video, if you hold on to this belief outside these doors, in your public schools, with your non-Christian friends, and your college someday, and your workplace someday, you're going to be persecuted for this belief. And so I want to talk about two things, uh, just so we're sure we're all on the same page this morning, just focus on two things. And one is I want to show you uh, very, very thoroughly that the Bible does teach that Jesus is the only way to God. And then I want to help you understand that you will meet many people who will challenge that teaching. And I want to emphasize for you the importance that you know what you really, really believe. Not what your church believes, not what your family believes, not what your small group leaders or your youth pastor or your Christian school teachers believe. What you really, really believe. Because it doesn't matter what anybody else in your life thinks. When a belief is challenged, what matters is what you really believe. And so that's what we're going to talk about now. Uh, as a further illustration, I put this back up here for you guys to look at. I'm going to give this away to somebody if they guess the correct answer. So there is a spe specific number of pieces of candy in this jar, okay? And it doesn't matter how much you want your answer to be right. There's only one right answer. The sincerity of your belief counts for nothing in this game. What counts is the accuracy and the precision of your belief. And that's what we're talking about today. So I'm going to leave this up here for you to look at. And at the end, I'm going to have you say your answer to someone else. And so you guys are all honest. And then I will announce what the correct answer is. And if anybody gets it right, they'll win. If they don't, I win. And so do my kids. So first point I told you we were going to talk about is that the Bible teaches that Jesus is the only way. This isn't something I made up. This isn't something Watermark made up. This isn't something anybody made up other than God himself who wrote the Bible. And I'm going to show you a ton of places. We're going to fly through some scripture. Check out John 14:6. This is the one that was on that video. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, look at those words up there. Everybody say it with me. Say no one on three. One, two, three. No one comes to the Father except through me. Just the no one part. But thank you for saying the rest. Jesus himself said, no one comes to the Father except through me. You're going to hear people someday challenge your faith, and they're going to go, Jesus would go crazy if he knew that you were proclaiming that he is the only way. Jesus was a loving person who wanted everybody to find God and find their own way, and Jesus never said that he was God. Jesus never said he was the only way. People are going to challenge you on that, and you have to know what the Scriptures say and what we have recorded from what Jesus said is that he said... He is God and he is the only way. But he didn't just say it once. Look at John 10, 7 through 9. Therefore, Jesus said again, I tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. He says, whoever enters through me, not 
whoever enters through me or another way they can find to get to God and to get into the pasture of believers. No, he says, whoever enters through what? Me. Me. All right. Let's keep going. Look at Acts 4.12. Could it be any clearer? Salvation is found in no one else. There's that no one again. For there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Keep going. Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life, given to whoever wants it, right? No. Through Christ Jesus our Lord. Whoever wants it, God will reveal Christ to those people, but not whoever finds their own path or makes their own way. No, the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. John chapter 3, verse 3, we kind of talked about these verses last week. Jesus is talking to a guy named Nicodemus. He says, how do I get to heaven? I tell you the truth. No one, there it is again, no one, no one can see the kingdom of heaven unless he's born again. And then he goes on a little bit later to explain what being born again means. And this is a very popular verse, uh, verse 16 that we skip ahead to. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him, all right, whoever believes in him, Jesus, shall not perish but have eternal life. So I think we've established point number one that the Bible clearly teaches that Jesus is the only way to God. And hopefully you agree with me that that is the obvious interpretation of what the scriptures say, and because God said it, that must be true. And it's easy to say in this room. I don't think there's many people in this room that are going to fight with you about that. But there are many people who you will meet that will want to challenge that teaching. Now, I know probably none of you guys watch the show called Oprah that's in its last season this year. All right, Some of you guys might. I know, shocking, right? But Oprah is a really powerful woman in our culture. She's one of the richest women in America. A lot of people look up to her. A lot of people watch her show, watch what she says. She's got a magazine. A lot of people respect her. And Oprah has said a ton of stuff on this topic. And a lot of and she's speaking for what a lot of people believe. All right? So I want to show you a quick clip of Oprah just to let you know the kind of person that you're going to encounter in this world. She's a great, nice lady. But look at what she says. Uh, it talks about one of the points it brings out is one of the mistakes that human beings make is believing that there is only one way to live That's and right. that we don't accept that there are diverse ways of being in the world, that there are millions of ways to be a then human how do being you and, God? and many ways, no, but many paths many to what you call God. That and her crazy. path might be something else and when she gets there she might call it the light. But her loving and her kindness and her generosity brings her, if it brings her to the same point that it brings you, it doesn't matter whether she called it God along the way or not. And I guess the danger that could be on that, I mean, it, it sounds great on the onset, but if you really look at both sides, I there could possibly be just one way. What, what about Jesus? What about Jesus? There is one way, and only one way, and there that is through Jesus. There couldn't possibly be with because a million you of people say in the there world. There couldn't possibly be. Because you say, you intellectualize it and say there isn't. If no. you don't believe that, you're all buying into the lie. Did you hear? There couldn't 
There couldn't possibly be one way. There's millions of diverse ways to live. And if you call, you know, like you're going for God or you're going for light or you're going for generosity or you're going for all or whatever you're going for, we're all going for the same thing. And there's lots of different paths to get there. And what really matters is that we, uh, we all are trying to get to the same place and we're doing the same things, generosity and kindness and love and forgiveness and gentleness. We're all doing the same things and it's leading us to the same place and that's all that really matters. Boy, that sounds good, doesn't it? And then, here's what, that sounds good and then here's the real kicker is that Oprah starts to furrow her brow a little bit and say there couldn't possibly be one way and all of a sudden, You, the person in the audience that's saying, wait, there is only one way, you are small-minded, you're ridiculous, you're arrogant, you're judgmental, I mean, you're kind of insane, you're following a cult, you're brainwashed, that you think there's only one way. How exclusive and judgmental and prideful are you to think that you have found the only way for humans to live? That's the kind of challenge you're going to get. And you're going to get made fun of, and you're going to get persecuted, because you're going to get called arrogant and prideful, and ignorant of other religions and other people's beliefs, you're going to get called judgmental because what you're saying is saying that anybody that's not in your club and following your way is going to an eternal punishment and people are going to hate you. So what do you really believe? Are you ready for that? Do you really believe this one-way stuff that gets hammered over and over again in this Bible? What do you really believe? Because you're going to be the one getting hammered. If that's what you choose to believe. There's an entire movie that's made about how ridiculous this belief in only one way through Jesus Christ is. And it's called Religious. And it talks about the ridiculousness of religion. Here's the trailer. Check it out. You will be challenged. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been 40 years since my last confession. We're making a documentary about religion. Oh boy. (laughs) Why doesn't he just obliterate the devil and therefore get rid of evil in the world? He will. He will. What's he waiting for? I believe that God wants everybody to be free. That's what I believe. And that's one part of my foreign policy. You're a senator. It worries me that people are running my country who believe in a talking snake. You don't have to pass an IQ test to be in the Senate, though. <laughs> so you would agree that even if a billion people believe something, it can still be ridiculous? Absolutely. How we define what is crazy or not crazy about religions is, is ultimately up to how we define crazy. You start disputing my God, and, and you've got a problem. That me crazy! <laughs> That's something called a Moshoko do Mazada. That makes me crazy! I'm gonna go in the rapture and I'm gonna come back on a white horse. I'm the second coming of Christ. Yes. Not just because you have you share the name Jesus. No. Gay Muslim activist, that is a very rare job description. You guys have big ones. Santa Claus can hit every house in the world. No, uh, I don't believe in Santa Claus. Of course not. That's right. one man flying all around the world and dropping presents out of chimney. Right. One man hearing everybody murmur to him at the same time. That I get. I'm the Vatican. 
That's the Mormon temple behind me. Think that no, means no, some... no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm wrong about everything. Religious. God knows what could have been accomplished in this world. Uh -oh. <laughs> We're not expecting that. Is that God? That's the voice of God. <laughs> you believe in a talking snake? Really? You believe in in one person hearing everyone praying and murmuring to them at the same time? You're crazy. You're going to be challenged. So what do you really believe? You know, this movie and Oprah, they're not the only ones. I've got a whole book here. Uh, it's called What Hollywood Believes. And these are in large part influencers in our culture. And it's just got, you know, 100 or so actors and actresses and performers and different people and their takes on religion and what they believe. I'll just read you a few lines from a few of these. Brad Pitt, you guys know who Brad Pitt is. Um, there's one subject that Pitt refers to time and time again, and that is religion. Here's what he says. I would call it oppression because it stifles any kind of personal individual freedom. So you're saying that there's only one way to find God, and that's through Jesus Christ. You're stifling individual personal freedom. See, that's the, that is the religion of America, and they're creating a new one. Here's what, uh, here's what Bruce Willis says. According to Bruce Willis, modern religion is the end trail of modern mythology. And he says, there are many people who interpret the Bible literally. Literally. I choose not to believe that's the way. And that's what makes America cool, you know? You just believe whatever you want. That's what makes America sad, in my opinion. And you see, the Bible knew that this day was coming, guys. That we would live in a world where people would just chase after whatever belief sounds good to them. And they would judge people for saying that there's one way. And that almost your freedom to believe that your way is the only way would be restricted because it comes across as judgmental and arrogant and foolish. Look at what the scriptures say. Paul is warning his young friend Timothy in 2 Timothy 4, 3-5. And he says, a time is coming, and I think it's come today, when people no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. That sound video that we heard at the beginning that just made so much sense, you're like, wait. You can't have two things that are equally true. Either one's true or the other's true. You can't have both at the same time. They contradict each other. People no longer listen to that sort of sound and wholesome teaching. They follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. That's why Oprah is so popular. She says what people want to hear. And so they watch and listen. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. And you know what? I would even say that they start to call myths truth and the truth a myth. But you, here's what we should do. And this is where we switch into application mode and we start to wrap up. You keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. And I'll add to that, but only if you really believe it. Because if you go through the motions, you're going to get pummeled. And you're going to get discouraged. And you're going to get confused. And you're going to get lost. So you've got to really believe it. So here's your application. Number one, be sure about your beliefs. That's what your small group leaders are here for. 
If your parents are believers, that's what they're there for. If you go to a Christian school, that's what it's there for. Right now, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, you need to start to study. You need to start to open up your Bibles at night when you're at home in your room. You need to start to read. You need to start to ask questions. You need to start to take these challenges to people that are older and wiser than you and say, hey, how do you respond to this? Because I want to be sure about what I believe, and this is a question I'm not sure how to answer. This is a time to figure it out. You don't have to have it all figured out right now, but you need to start figuring it out. And what you read in the Word, you need to be sure that it's true. And then once you're sure about your beliefs, you need to be prepared to suffer for your beliefs. Because... You're going to get put down. You're going to get called a fool. And I'm, I'll just tell you this. I'm happy to be called a fool if I'm being called a fool for Christ. Because I know He's real. I know He's preparing a home for me someday. I read about it this week with my son Chapman. We talked about Jesus going to prepare a place for us. There's many rooms in my father's house. And I believe that. And I believe He's coming back to take me home. So call me a fool. I'm ready to suffer. Are you? What do you really believe? And lastly, be prepared to share your beliefs. Because if you believe that Jesus is the only way, then the most loving thing you can do for the rest of the world is tell them about that truth. Because if they don't find that way, we all know where the way that they're walking is leading. And that is a sad, sad thing. So we don't declare this truth in judgment. We don't declare it in arrogance and pride. We do it with gentleness and humility and kindness, but with love and passion. So you've got to be sure what you really believe. Be prepared to suffer for your beliefs. And be prepared to share them. Everybody, you've had enough time. There's a specific number of pieces of candy in this canister. If two people guess the exact same one and it's correct, they'll paper, rock, scissors for the prize, okay? Everybody tell someone next to you what your number is. You get one guess. Only one guess. You've got to be honest. Tell somebody else your guess. What? Hey, good question. He asked, hey, if we get close, do we still get it? Nope. You've got to get the way. You've got to get the truth. There's only one way. All right, sit down. Did you tell your friends? How many people guessed over 300 pieces? Anybody guess over 300? All right, if you guessed over 300, you are out. Alright? How many people guessed under 100? Anybody guess under 100? Under 100 is out. Alright? How many people guessed between 100 and 200? Somewhere in there. Alright! You're all out. Alright. Who guessed between 200 and 300? Oh! We're weeding them out. Who guessed over 250? Over 250? You did? Over 250 is out. Under 250. So 250 to 200. Stand up. 250 to 200. All right? All right. If you guessed, if you guessed in the 240s, sit down. If you guessed between 200 and 210, sit down. Between 200 and 210. All right? If you guessed in the 220s, sit down. If you guessed in the 230s, sit down. 230s, sit down. 
All right, so you guys are all between 210 and 220? Everybody that's standing? All right. Say, say you're, okay, wait, are you in or are you just leaning against the wall back there? Okay, that's a terrible answer, and sit down. All right. See, his, his answer was, however many are in there, that's my guess. All right, that's like going through life and saying, hey, whatever the right way to heaven is, that's what I believe, and never knowing what it is. You'd end up in hell. All right. Hey, man. And here's what that is. That's the absence of goodness. All right. And you would have no more good taste in your mouth for the rest of your life. Got it? So I'm going to tell your mom no more sweets this Christmas. All right. That'll be fun. All right. What'd you guess? 16? 15? 17? 17? 17? What'd you guess? 250? You're out. All right. Anybody else standing with a guess? All right. Um, actually, you didn't call the one that I guessed yet. What'd you guess? I guessed 100. Okay, yeah, I, 100 is wrong. Um, I, I just did. Um, okay. Hey, I'm taking this home. It was 212. All right. It's really sad, isn't it? Hey, hey, hey. Feel, hey, uh, 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 shut your mouth. Listen to me. I want you to feel the pain. I want you to feel the pain of what Jesus says will happen. In the book of Matthew, Jesus says that someday some are going to stand before him and say, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. Lord, Lord, we did miracles in your name. Lord, Lord, we live for you. And he's going to say, away from me. I never knew you. And he's going to separate the sheep from the goats. And someday that's going to happen. And you're not going to be able to say to God, Oh, that's not fair. Share. Oh, I was so close. There's one way. Do you really believe it? And you need to be ready. Because people are going to say, What about the people who didn't hear about the contest? That's not fair. All people are good deep down. I mean, I'm a good person. Everybody should win candy even if they didn't guess right. Hey, David, thinking you know the correct answer, that's wrong and arrogant. You're a jerk. How dare you think you know how many pieces of candy are in there? Guess what? I counted it and I put it in there. Hey, the correct number is whatever you sincerely believe. That's ridiculous, isn't it? Doesn't that sound ridiculous? The important thing isn't guessing the correct number. It's thinking really hard about it and working hard on your answer. Doing the math. Thinking, well, there's... There's three rows of 12 times 5 or whatever it is you wanted to do. That's the important thing, isn't it? How do you respond to those challenges? Because I could respond to every one of those about this contest. And it's not any different when it comes to Christ. I want to close. I want to read you the lyrics of uh, one of my favorite songs. Uh, I had to choose between three songs. And uh, this is the one I chose. But uh, there's a lot of music that shaped my beliefs and shaped my convictions. And this is one of them called Facts Are Facts by Stephen Kirsch Chapman. Well, I don't want to take up anybody's time. I'm just giving my opinion with a rhythm and a clever rhyme. I don't want these words to sound like I think I've got it all figured out. But there are a few things that I can say I know without a doubt. I know there's a God who knows my name and a son who died to take the blame. I believe that Jesus is coming back because promises are promises 
and facts are facts. These days, some say there's no one way to believe. Just keep it loose. You're free to choose. There's no absolute. It's all relative, you see. But I'm calling all defenders of the truth. Live a life that spells out God's worldview. Let these words be heard in everything you say and do. I know there's a God who knows my name and a son who died to take the blame. I believe that Jesus is coming back because promises are promises and facts are facts. As sure as there's a law of gravity that says what goes up must come down, this is the ultimate reality, that God is and God loves and God can be found. Well, I know there's a God who knows my name. Promises are promises and facts are facts. And a son who died to take the blame. And I believe Jesus, he's coming back. Because promises are promises. And facts are facts. If you believe facts exist and truth exists, then you need to be sure about what that truth is. And once you're sure, get ready to suffer and get ready to share. It's on, guys. If you believe in Christ, we are at war. You've got to know what you stand for and share it and stand for it and suffer for it too. What do you really believe? This baby that's in the manger in the nativity scene, what do you really believe about him this Christmas? Let me pray. Dear Lord, I thank you uh, for this growing army of Christ's followers. And I pray that you would root deep conviction in their hearts so that they would be able to stand whatever test and challenge comes their way. Lord, I thank you for using many things in my life, leaders and songs and your scripture. And I pray that you bring the same things into each of these young lives. I pray this in Christ's name. Amen.